Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, here's a ball driven deep out into center field. Valera going back onto the track. He turns to look, and this one is off the wall. Did it go over the yellow line? It did. So Corey Seager hits it over the 410 marker in dead center. What an at-bat there. It's a three-run blast to give Texas a 5-0 lead. And the Rangers would win 13-4. Good morning Metroplex. It's baseball season. What's wrong? These are the the clean headphones or the broken headphones so they only work in one ear and they're cutting in and out because they got egg on the other ones. <laughs> the Brian Broaddus egg bet payoff causing havoc this morning on the morning show. You got everything cleaned up? Uh, I, I think I've done a masterful job of cleaning the best I can, at least the microphone. Yeah. I still got to get over here, this little area. I'll take care of Bobby's headphones. I'll get those things spick and span for oh, the end. What a teammate. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was I was pretty ticked off. I think Broadus could tell. I don't know why. It just upset me. I'm like, we're putting this man through this. He's and 60 years old. He man. called me the other day, but I missed the call, and then he was traveling to Arizona. Why aren't we in Arizona? Well, turns out when we go out to different time zones that are earlier, it presents a little bit more of a challenge and a pain in the butt to the team and the organizations. So they would have to go ahead and open up the stadium, get stadium security there at 2.45, at 2.50 a.m. Some of the Ranger players that early, you know, may not be able to come on, so they decided to leave us home with the rest of the shows at the site of spring training starting today. I, I appreciate you uh, making that up and covering for it was really just my drinking and that they were like, <laughs> we can't have him go out that again. Definitely. Like, uh, like, like, we saw how Arizona went last time. <laughs> we're not going to have 3.30 wake-up calls with hungover Bobby. I know there. they're talking about like drinking mandates. I said, we don't have to. There doesn't have to be a drinking mandate. He went out one time. He can handle this stuff. We don't have to ban. We don't have to ban him from drinking. We don't have to go completely overboard. And it gave us material for the rest Uh, of the week. There's no doubt it gave us material. (laughs) Plenty of material. Uh, Yeah, we don't need a. And I feel like the G Bag Nation is already feeling the effects of us not being there, unless Zach Wolchuk is being fake. As we all talk to each other, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing this building never realizes. (laughs) It's it's amazing. Whether whether it's people up top or people that we work with on the air, no one thinks that everyone talks to each other. So Wolchuk texts me last night, man, really wish you were here, missing you. We have no one to party with. So I felt I felt good. I said, man, I'm gonna buy you dinner. I did too. I'm gonna buy you dinner when you get back home. And then I come in here and 
RJ Choppy kind of tells me a similar story. Yeah, got a great text from Walchuk. Should we read it? See if they're the same? Sure. Oh, yeah. oh did he copy and paste text? it? Oh, the copy and paste. And I need a timestamp on this too. Oh, good point. Okay, Chop. All right, let's see who got theirs early. This will determine who's more important, I think. Mm. Mine came in at 6.19 p.m. Mine came in at 6.19 p.m. No! Mine came in at 6.19 p.m. He did a scheduled text. There it is. Hang on, hang on. Hey, let's let's all say it at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Gonna miss, miss you, you on this trip, babe. All right, we got oh. different ones. I got gonna miss you on this trip, babe. I we got... did. He is like, bro. My... Wolchuk is doing it like. Okay, I'm dead serious. And see, since he since he tried to play us, I'll, I'll have this to. This is still nice. I, no, I know, but he tried to play us. I'll make us feel individual. I will have to say, we were in Arizona, and he's like doing a Snapchat picture, and he's like, hold on, I got a Snapchat first. I got to send somebody a Snapchat, and I was like. Is that to one person or is it being sent to like several people and you're making it think it's individual? Then he's like, oh, no, it's to several. Making them think it's individual to them. Yeah. It's like, oh, Zachary. That's my favorite thing to do, too. Miss you. Mine was miss you. Wish you were here. Mm, yeah, mine was going to miss you on this trip. And then he said, we won't have anyone to party with now. And then Bobby came in. And yeah. I, I had gotten the same thing. And so, but wait, you got going to miss you on this trip? Mm-hmm. I got going to miss you on this trip. Babe. So I got babe. Yeah, babe. Yeah. Okay. I think mine's mine being choppy is is better. Yeah. So his just is gonna miss you on this trip. He added a whole extra but pet see, name for I don't me. want babe in mine. He knows he doesn't have to grease my ego. Oh. Say gonna miss you on this trip. And then Chia follow is gonna miss us as well. Right? Who's gonna party? Who's gonna go out nightly on a nightly basis there? You might Sandler's down to chill. Sandler, Sandler texted chill. me last night too. Oh I have I had multiple phone calls with Sandler. Well, yeah. So the only thing Sandler texts me about is when I'm going to get uh, you know, get the schedule straight for um, this 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 dinner we have with uh, the, charity the charity dinner. dinner. It's, it. it's the only thing he texts me for. Charity Other than that, he doesn't need me. In and his where's life. The, where's the vodka? He's already he's already he's already <laughs> taken on my job. So whatever. <laughs> all right. So uh, Rangers coverage with all the rest of the guys. We'll be checking in with them all week long here on 105.3 The Fan. I don't even want to talk about uh, unless you have Rangers notes. You can get him out of the way right now. I want to applaud and celebrate Major League Baseball. They got me. Say it. They got me. I'm intrigued. I'm excited with the new changes that they made. From the time of the games being cut down to this new pitch clock violation, mission has been accomplished. Now, you're in one of two camps. You're in old school Bobby Belt. I'm miserable. I don't want any new tricking it up. Stop trying to screw up America's pastime. You're in that camp or you're in Sean Sharif. I've become bored by it. I need something. It's on you all to keep me around because as soon as the Rangers are out of it, if they're out of it, I'm bailing on the season until the playoffs. It's one of two camps. And for the camp that I'm in, I think this was a humongous, humongous successful weekend with the way this thing started off. Look, there's a there's an old saying, you had me at the logo. And they had me at the logo. Mm. Baseball has me at the logo. Because you're old school, you're you're a seam head. Yeah, they they've got me at the logo. As soon as I see the logo, I'm in. Um here's the big here's the big event that took place. It's only about 10 seconds, but this is how a game ended with the Braves at the plate. Could have run them up easily. Uh-oh. And now what? He's oh damn cold strike three. Wow! Red Sox TV. Now, look, 
I don't... This is a separate discussion. Yeah. Games ending like this. But all I'm saying is this event happening was big enough in spring training to make it a national discussion, a 6 a.m. topic as the Braves' first spring training game against the Massholes on Red Sox TV ended with a pitch clock violation. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be in on Major League Baseball no matter what they do. They, they've got me. They've had me my entire life. I I love the pitch clock. Uh, I, I think, you know, listen, Rob Manfred could do nothing about the stakes of each game. Can't do anything about it. They're not going to shrink the amount of games they play. And even if they do, they're not going to shrink it to a number where every game is of utmost importance. Unless you bring it down to 40 or 50 games, which is not going to happen. Yeah. They're not going to give up all that revenue. Right. So, Or unless you do like NBA is going to do with like a midseason mid- tournament. Yeah. But like, so outside of that, he's doing the best he can just to, to make it more enjoyable. Two hours and 30 minutes is probably more enjoyable, enjoyable than three hours and 10 minutes. Okay. Now, the owners may hate this because it's only going to give about 90 minutes of beer sales. But for the most part, <laughs> this is good. TV ratings, maybe, hopefully, will go up. I, though, have to say, we we cannot have a Super Bowl-type ending. The Super Bowl ended in the worst possible fashion. We deserved as fans. So the great, accurate penalty call? I, even still, we deserved as fans to see a minute and a half drive. See if they could do it. We deserve that as fans. As fans of, of baseball, we deserve to not have a World Series end on a walk-off pitch clock violation. Right. So, like, we got to figure something out here. Yeah. But other than that, the execution of the, you know, one through out, out number one through 26 could not be happier. I think the... It was not as, as bad what I saw this weekend. It was not as bad as I would have anticipated. Like, it didn't bug me as much. I still don't like it. But... My my bigger issue is I think for TV this is great. I think sitting at the ballpark watching it in person is going to feel too fast. That's what I like I mean like I said I think watching it on TV is is perfect helps pace it up. You're not sitting there for, you know, three and a half hours or whatever it is. But when you're sitting there at the game I think that's part of the appeal of baseball in person is that there's sort of a deliberate pace to it. You can kind of have a social interaction while still being completely engaged in the game. There's going to be a little too much yeah. speed that I think as a in-person baseball viewer, it's going to be a bit of an adjustment. Or are we going to be like glued to the clock countdown in the stadium looking at it right there? Is it is it posted? It has so to be in the stadium, so right? Yeah, it so depends. If you look, so let's just say you look outside. Here, the, here are the rules, by the way. Pitch clock rules. 15 seconds of the bases are empty. Runner on base, 20 seconds. Between batters, 30 seconds. Batter has to be ready for the pitch in eight seconds. And then Bally said, who, was that a deep sigh? No. Oh, I no. thought someone was groaning, not happy. Uh, and then 0-0, zero, zero, pitcher begins motion. Those are the different times to keep in mind for this. Yeah, um, like so like they'll have a, the clock will not be visible, according to what I've seen, the clock will not be visible to the viewer. Um, right, so it won't be behind home plate. You'll have a separate clock that will be superimposed on the screen. There's a clock out in center field. Now, that's the the batter clock that's been out there for a couple of years now. It's in between innings. You got a batter clock. You know, so that, that's been out there already. So you'll the batter will be able to see that. My question is, what's the pitcher going to see from, from his standpoint? Is he going to have the mental clock in his head? You know, is he going to see the clock? What? 
Who is the... Uh, and, the and, and are we okay on TV if it pops up at three seconds? Mm, that's what I would be in favor of. I like is that. Just pop it up when it's getting close down to the, like, three yeah. seconds. We don't have the play clock in football just up for 40 full seconds in a jumbo. There, It'll be in the corner of the screen sometimes. But I'm saying it's not just, like, up. Because some of the stuff I saw in spring training was... It was this large box that they had on the screen. In fact, I know you said it's not going to be behind home plate. I think in one of these spring games it was. In the spring games it, it is, yes. giant. Yeah, in the spring games it is, but I think at the Major League ballparks they're going to have it out in the outfit. It's not going to be behind home plate. Very that's, what the, dis- that's what Twitter said. That, that one in the background, because I think the Machado one that we all saw, I think that one was in the background. That was very distracting to see that behind home plate and to see that ticking down. This is what's interesting to me. Who is the fastest working pitcher that we all think of in the modern era? Sure, just quick. And not as quick as Mark Burley, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Burley Mark worked Burley. so fast. Burley's average between pitches was 16.7 seconds. Wow. So we're talking about speed and that. Now, now that's literally between ball thrown, ball thrown. That's not so much get the ball back. So it's, so it's But, I mean, you're talking about everybody is going to have to pitch like did, Mark Burley. Did you see Scherzer yesterday? Hat, or it was over the weekend. He struck a guy out in three pitches. The entire at-bat took 27 seconds. Like, that is incredible. Which pitchers not, I mean, I wouldn't blame pitchers for going nuts over all this. Well, your cardiovascular has got to be high now, like much higher than. Like Rushing you could, me through my process. Yeah. You know, you're screwing with my game, mm-hmm. mess with my numbers. I like the changes, but I I kind of feel for pitchers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because, you know, like pitchers, you know, basketball, they like to get a rhythm. Uh, you know, and, and when they're working quick, usually it means they're doing well. But. If you start to kind of fade, you want to be able to go behind the mound, take your time, relax, you know, slow rub the down. ball up, slow things down, get your composure, maybe get your breath. Um, you know, the, the, the having the mound visit limit and the pitch clock might be tough for pitchers because and you can't throw over to first. Uh, they're more than limiting a couple times, that. Yeah, you know, like a catcher, if he sees his pitchers tired, you know, kind of winded, he'll jog out to the mound, let him catch his breath. You know, you can't. You can only do that a couple times now. A game now, it is. So when you watch games from the seventies, you'll see them work at the pace that they're going to be yeah. working at now. Because there was this viral clip this weekend, which you can always see it on ESPN Classic, anything, whatever guys are pitching in the seventies. But there was this viral clip of Ron Guidry pitching, and from the time the ball was back in his hand, he was releasing in seven seconds. So the ball was thrown back to him; he'd grab it, and that's just that deliberate fast pace which that's like i said that used to be the norm people have definitely slowed the game down a lot more but it's just it's an adjustment i think i love it i do too and look i don't know how it's going to work with the public i don't know if the people are going to like be dying to watch uh you know regular season baseball games again rob can't do anything about the the stakes of the game he can do something about the pace of the game and the pace is going to speed up there's no doubt uh with the pace of the game speeding up coupled with no more shifts you're going to have maybe more guys on base higher batting averages you know, maybe it works. Maybe maybe yeah, it's a good I, thing for the sport. I, I hope it is. Yeah, I don't think you have much to lose. No. You got to do something to resuscitate, you know, the fans like me and even the younger fans, uh, even younger ones. Yep. One, one last quick note here, and we'll have to check on this, but 254 says the Rangers have one a pitch clock behind home plate. Yeah, it's so, spring so, training. No, but said, no, the Rangers have it at their stadium. Said he saw it at college games last week. So oh. there is a clock behind home plate, yeah. at least in the for at least the college games right now at Globe Life. 877-881-1053. Did Jason Kidd call out Luca after the blown lead against the Lakers? 
Can Bobby figure out a way to get Jalen Ramsey on the Cowboys? And what was up with Byron Jones, the former Cowboy, over the weekend? That's all next right here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now Dave's got it. 145 to play. Bump, drives, runs it up. Yes! 70! 71 for Damian Lillard. Oh, man, I got goosebumps. I got chills. I'm seeing history. Dame is the eighth player in NBA history to score 70 or more. How do you lose track of whether it's 70 or 71 in that moment? Like, everyone's just glued to the scoreboard. Dame Lillard had 41 at halftime. Is that good? On Blazers Radio. He ends up with 71 on 13 threes. Oldest player ever to score 70 points the age of 32, and then Dame was drug tested right after. <laughs> Said he went from high to low because he hates needles. They're like, um, what about all the tattoos on your body? He's like, no, that's different. That's a different type of needle. So they drug tested Dame, and he matches Donovan Mitchell, who dropped 71 this year for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. Good night. 71's a good night. Very, very good. I don't even think Jordan ever put up 70. Ever. Thought he had sixty something. I think sixty nine was his high. Never put nice. seventy. Yeah, That's that nice. was a good. Yeah, and that was. Uh, I believe that sixty nine was a double or triple overtime playoff game. Celtics, right? Yep, it was yeah. against Celtics. Dame Lillard played where? It's Weber State. Yeah, good job. Yes, it was. So he dropped seventy one. But the big story is the Lakers coming back from down twenty seven. Biggest comeback 
in the NBA this season to beat the Mavs at the AAC. When did you say to yourself, uh-oh, uh-oh, the Mavericks are in a little bit of trouble here? Was it when Vanderbilt took over the entire game? Uh, as I said, someone named Vanderbilt. Gloria? And no, nerd, sports nerd Jared Sandler had to start texting me. You don't know where Jared, you don't know where Jared Vanderbilt went. You don't know you, you don't know what school he played for. I said, I'm just making fun of his last name. Relax. Go cover a freaking curveball. Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. Is he related to Anderson Cooper? Who? Jared Vanderbilt? Probably not. I don't get the what's, reference. What's the joke? I usually get the references. I missed it. Anderson Cooper's related to is, is Gloria Vanderbilt's grandson or something. Oh. Like the super rich. He's like a he's like a billionaire before he even got a job. So as Jason Kidd said, Vanderbilt kicked our ass as the Lakers come back and the Mavs blow this lead. I mean, look, you're you're up by 27. In no shape or form should you ever, that game should ever get down into single digits. Uh, and it did. Now, it's the NBA, and, and yeah, everybody makes a run. And you're right. The Lakers are cold as ice early on. Yeah. Like, super cold early on. Uh, but after that first quarter, they scored 30 in every single period. Every single period. And the Mavs had some shooting woes in the second half. For all the talk of how great this offense is, all the talk, to not even score 50 points in the second half of the NBA in an NBA game with this offense, with these players. Kyrie, Luka faded away. Kyrie's jumper went cold. Bobby, your other takeaways? Uh, I I mean, look, I know he got in foul trouble early, but you really miss Josh Green, I think, and his defense uh, during a lot of that run. Um I, I'm still frustrated that we're looking at Christian Wood 20 minutes. Um, but, like, I mean, it's not even – it's almost – and we have it really. It's almost not even worth mentioning anymore how little he plays because it's it's just the standard. But He played 20 minutes. I thought he played well yesterday. He played with a lot of fire as well. Yeah. He only played 20 minutes. 14 points, nine boards in 20 minutes. He was taking it to Anthony Davis a mm-hmm. little bit. Christian Wood, I thought, you know, blocked some shots or – Altered a few. Anthony Davis decided to show up. That was a problem. Like, L.A. late in this game just went in the paint. LeBron's like, I'm going to post up, and Anthony Davis is going to own all the Mavericks inside. And and look at this. So, it's 98-97. The the Mavericks shots from there on out. Kyrie, three-pointer. Luka, step-back three-pointer. Next one, you had a couple of free throws. Luka, three-pointer. Bullock, three-pointer. Holiday three pointer, uh, Irving had a had a two pointer, and then the turnovers. Like all they did was shoot. Th- now that's all they do anyway. But it's a tight game. The Lakers are going low, and you're sitting there just chucking threes. Like there's no way with a minute to go. Their game plan was, hey, let's get it to Reggie Bullock in the corner as the shot clock's expiring. I'm calling it the Satanic lineup: Justin Holiday, Reggie Bullock, Dwight Powell going six 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 in the starting lineup yesterday. Damn near 30 minutes each from those guys, and they put up 18 points combined. Meanwhile, you've got, again, just Christian Wood chilling on the bench. Again, I know Josh Green got into foul trouble, but you're you're what? You're you're late. (laughs) People forget about Frank. You're late in the third quarter, I think it was, and Josh Green had played five minutes. Like this entire run where they start – because they were up, uh, what was it, 17 when Jared Vanderbilt really like made three dunks in a row on him or whatever the hell he did. Yeah. That all came with Josh Green sitting on the bench, your best defender. And, and if, jo- if Josh Green is not out there playing, this defense, it feels like, is 
is screwed. Vanderbilt had 17 rebounds, 15, 17, and 4 on 6 of 8 in 27 minutes. That's it. He only played 27 minutes, and he was uh, the one hustling out there the most. What did you make of the post? Jason Kidd said we have to mature. We have to grow up. Tim McMahon with Luca, a little back and forth after. Jake Kidd mentioned that, uh, you know, I don't want to botch his words. So he, he said, uh, as a team, we've got to mature. We, we've got to grow up. And he mentioned, you know, getting distracted by the whistle. Is, is that, you know, what's your reaction to that? It's probably true. That's it. Did you feel like you got distracted by the whistle today? I know you were going to be the one to ask me that question. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's a fair question, though. Yeah, like I say, you know, it's probably true. So that was the oh, back true. and forth. Did you notice Luca whining yesterday, Bobby? I mean, I noticed Luca whining every game. Uh, and it is like, I think when I came in here, it's what you guys were talking about this morning when I walked in, is it does, he'll stop and he'll start complaining. And it, it reminds me so much. I think it was a playoff game. Y'all, do y'all remember when uh, Chuck Knobloch screwed up, like missed something, and then he stopped to like do this and didn't even chase the ball in a playoff uh, series? Yep. And and somebody like picked up an extra base or two because he literally Scored. stopped to argue about it. That happens way too much. Where Luca does stop down to complain, he's turning, and it's like they're in transition, bro. Like get back. Yeah. And so I love Luca. I'm not going to be the one to like nitpick Luca, but like that's a problem. That that's an issue, and it's continued to be an issue, but. I put I put more of what's gone on recently on Jason Kidd than I do Luca. How so? For, for him to talk about the whole angle of what was his exact quote? I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching just like you guys. No, you're not watching just like me. You're setting the rotation. You're the one <laughs> keeping Josh Green on the bench. You're the one keeping Christian Wood on the bench. Don't you? You can't compare where we're at at all. I, I mean, if you're literally just that hands off nonchalant like attitude with that like hey don't look at me and it's like what what Kevin O'Connor from the ringer Mm -hmm. a lot of people respect his basketball opinion uh, he basically said no team has ever won the NBA championship with no defense no depth and no head coach and I was like whoa bad defense bad depth and a bad head coach and I tweeted him back I said did you think he was a bad head coach last year like this complete turnaround mm-hmm. and flip-flopping on kid. I'm trying to figure out where we should fall. I mean, look, was was he a good head coach last year or did Jalen Brunson get him out of the first round? Like which one was it? You know, maybe he was I thought he was I thought he did a did a nice job defensively with, you know, this team's defense yeah. was was really really good and very very locked down in certain spots. They sure. are 6 in the West. <laughs> like they're yeah, not they're, they're what like three games out of 12th too well, yeah everybody is yeah it's it's a it's a jumbled mess um you know do we look at this differently if phoenix didn't have one of the worst game sevens in in sports history do we look at jason kidd a little bit differently no. i don't know no i don't i don't think so I, th- I think we i think last year he did a he did a good coaching job last year this team was floundering, like like it, it was not looking good in December. They turned it around, and then they had the Porzingis trade, and things started to look really good. And they were he coached them really well defensively. And you remember we were all praising him for the way he pushed Luca's buttons about defense in the playoffs, and that 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 played really well. And we all were like, man, look, look at what he's done here. He's completely turned the corner. And I did feel that way. 
my issue right now is is i mean as you guys have talked about already today and as we've talked about a lot of the last several weeks just the inability in late game situations to draw anything up coming Awful. out of it coming out of a timeout it's bad with Jason. Kidd. This is the worst. This is the worst out of a timeout I've ever seen this organization be like in, in 25 years. I, I can't imagine there's been there's been a worse one. This is awful. Which Carlisle on the polar opposite of that was one of the best in the NBA drawing something up coming out of a timeout. So it's just such a giant fall by comparison. But the other issue here is this. I, I don't know any other way to say it other than just this attitude. Like, the attitude that he has with... From Jason? Yeah, with any sort of criticism. He gets he gets all worked up about it. It's Does he felt- get worked up? Let me hear him. What does yeah. he get sound like worked up? I'm not the savior here, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. Yeah, that's him worked up. As a team, up. we got to mature. We got to grow up. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing with him is the no, no... It, it's all outward. It's always, you know pointing outwardly at everybody and i think my issue with him right now is it feels like a lot of this year has sounded like or, or has felt like some of the stories we heard out of brooklyn and milwaukee that got him in trouble obviously it's not like writing a book worthy and and doesn't we haven't heard abuse no but we've seen games being played with christian wood clearly yes and then we see him being very, you know, likes to play the mind games a little bit. Clearly, yesterday with guys like Luca, and and stuff like that. So he does he does play it a little bit. I, I don't think it's to the level that it got in places like Milwaukee, but it's just it's. I think you're starting to see some of the cracks. And oh, okay, this is what Brooklyn and Milwaukee saw. Who do you think's got a higher approval rating around here between Jason Kidd and Mike McCarthy? Ooh, McCarthy, man, you think so? Yeah, I think it's McCarthy as well. Who do you trust more at the end of a game, Roberto? Um, oh. <laughs> They're the same guy. I, I mean, I guess maybe slightly McCarthy. This this past year wasn't isn't terrible. A, isn't that a tough question? <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, look is is I, I trust I trust the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy in the end of a game more right now. Okay, I'm not going to fight you on anything. You, tr- you trust a Zeke snap more. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's that's where we're at. We trust Zeke snapping the ball and throwing it to Kevontae Turpin for the first time in four months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it, it, let's be fair. That was also a dead play walking. I game. know. That, that's what I'm just saying. I, but, uh, like, for all the comedy surrounding that, or even just the let's call a draw play with 14 seconds left, like you think it's college football and, well, the ball will stop yeah. while they uh, move the chains. Uh even with all of that, I still would probably trust McCarthy more to execute at the end because this is this is way too routinely this year that stuff has gone sideways with Kid coming out of a timeout or or when he's been asked to draw something up. Denver's first in the West. They're up five and a half games over the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies beat down Denver over the weekend. Sacramento is the three. They're seven games back. The Kings are three games up on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Suns lost to the Bucks yesterday before the Mavs game. 14 straight wins for the Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't even have Giannis. So the Suns without KD are the four. The Clippers are the five. They're a half game up on the Mavericks. All right? Mavericks are the six. Golden State is all of a sudden the seven. We're a half game up on the Warriors. We're a half game behind the Clippers. The Jazz are the eight. The T-Wolves are the nine. 
think I saw A-Rod sit next to Barry Bonds yesterday. Get the memes rolling there. Oh, the Pelicans are the 10. The Blazers are the 11 after Dame dropped 71. And the Lakers are the 12th. While this was going on and ending, so was the Jake Paul fight. Was anyone interested? Bobby Belt was all over it. Was that stupid money spent? And we'll try to bring Jalen Ramsey to the Cowboys. All next with Sean, RJ, and Bobby, 105.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. Thanks for waking up with us here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. This is your home of the Rangers and Cowboys. And we had Bobby Wagner late last week. RJ, over the weekend, it was Jalen Ramsey. As Tom Pelissero, NFL Network reporting, the Rams have had trade talks about Ramsey, and sources now believe it's very likely he will be dealt in the coming Weeks. Mike Florio also adding, if you trade for Jalen Ramsey, be prepared to offer him a new contract. So where do things stand with his money? He's 28. He's due $17 million this upcoming season. His deal averaged $20 million a year. Again, Rams are clearing cap space, but he's due to make $17 million this year. 12 and a half is fully guaranteed. 18 and a half in 24. 19 and a half in 25. Where do you stand? We thought you came around to Bobby Wagner, uh, me and Bobby's side. Still not sure ultimately where you stand on it, but what about Jalen Ramsey trying to make good and bring him to the team that he wanted to go to or he thought was going to draft him? Uh, Out. Uh, He's too old. He's past his prime. Out, 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 out. The Chiefs. Name me a single corner on the Chiefs. Legereus Sneed. Never heard of him. I can't name him. 
Their highest paid corner. Let's not go totally into it. I was saving your your, your yeah. good study for a little bit later on, but go ahead. But just corner is super important, but it's something that you draft. I'm not going to pay it in the open market because you're going to pay a premium for it. Uh, Jalen. Wait, Ram- so are you are you now lowering? Are you are you lowering the importance of corner? Now? No, 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 no. That's first round draft pick position. Yeah, absolutely not. But I'm lowering the importance of it from a 28 year old that I'm about to pay 20 million dollars a year. So you you would have been down. You, you wouldn't have been against trading for Jalen Ramsey when like the Rams did it. No, five years ago or whatever. No, I yeah. would have absolutely done it. Okay, but now, yeah, now you have to trade him. So they're going to want a one probably, and then they're going to he's going to want that new deal. That new deal is going to be 18 to 23 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Would you be more in on Wagner or Ramsey? Uh, oh, I mean, I'd be more in on it because Wagner's going to want almost equal money. Uh, He's no, going to want 15 plus. No, Wagner, I bet, would be had for 10 to 12, and you don't have to give up draft capital. How, but here's the thing. How? He just made $18 million last year, and he was the best linebacker in the Wagner? league. Wagner made 10 last year. Wait, what, we were talking about... Jaylen. Oh, that's okay. So Wagner Wag- wanted the okay. So Wa- wanted Wagner, Wagner made five. Wagner's deal was five years, fifty million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But which are you more yeah, inclined? Yeah. Which for? one of the other? Oh, I, I'd I'd rather have I'd rather have the more positions of higher importance. Which okay, but that entails giving up the picks. I know you're saying no to both. Yeah, I'm saying no to both. But, but yeah, you would if lean I had to pick towards Jalen. If I had to pick one, I would lean towards towards Ramsey, but. Yeah, I, I don't want to give up picks and uh, draft capital and salary. So Bobby's going to have a full presentation on this at 840 in Below the Belt. But uh, Pro Football Focus ran like a simulation uh, on what the trade would be. Do you remember what it took to get him? Yes. Go it ahead. was uh, two firsts and I believe a fourth. Yes, two firsts and a fourth. And these different website simulators are saying two seconds or a second and a third. Does that change your mind at all? Two seconds or a second and a third? Yep. No first. Mm. Again, I mean, you're, those are still very valuable pieces to build your roster. I mean, where you where, the needs of this team are such that, you know, first round, you're going to have to get, you know, wide out, corner, whatever. Second round, you're going to want to get the opposite of what you had. There was uh, when they traded their first round pick for Amari Cooper. Somebody who oh, was at the game last night for some reason. So I think he still uh, stays around here. Oh, he does. Yeah, I think so. Um, Everyone, it's amazing. Everyone that if we can get them here, they all stay. Oh, there's a there's <laughs> a there's a lot of there. There was a couple uh, like I know there's a couple San Francisco 49ers that live around here because it's just they like it. And so saw um, Jermaine O'Neal in Colleyville last week. Man, was he wearing a headband? No, he was standing in the parking lot by the by the uptown cheapskate or hop dotties, mm. and uh, I drive past, and I tell him, I was like, "Hey, that's Jermaine O'Neal." And my and Julian, my my youngest, was like, "Who's?" And he's like, "Is that the basketball player?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, get out of the car, talk to him, say hi." No, he's the horse jockey. And, <laughs> and like, I know, like, no, don't bother him. He's sitting there talking. But he's what a local him? guy, right? I don't believe uh, Jermaine so. Jermaine O'Neal, he lives here. here. He lives or here. Or am I thinking of another Indiana Pacer, Miles Turner? <laughs> Miles, Miles Turner, Turner probably. Local. Jermaine yeah. O'Neal, I don't think was from here. Yeah. No, Jermaine South O'Neal Carolina. was South Carolina. Yeah. All right. What's your overall uh, take on Ramsey? Uh, well, 
for when they traded for Cooper and they gave up a one, there were some people when when there was some criticism about why would you give up a one for Amari Cooper? I remember somebody in the organization had told me they were like, "What does it matter if you give up a first round pick for Amari Cooper if you're going to use it on Taco Effing Charlton?" Okay. And so, like similarly, a little short sighted. No, but similarly. You're giving up second-round picks. That's their gamble pick anyway. That's when they go take Kelvin Joseph. That's when they take Sam Williams, Jalen Smith. Like, if they're going to use their gamble picks, why not go gamble on on him? That could be the argument. I think I'm not so much worried about the capital. That's supposed you, to be our pick for the DAC replacement, giving I'm, away our second-round yeah. I'm not so much you for should, the— You should use that the first. I'm not so <laughs> much for the—I'm not against the capital it would take to give up. I, I mean, you guys saw—and we'll talk about it at 840, like The said. capital if it's not a first— uh, yeah, because I, like I said, I would give up a second and a third. Like that's uh, I'm th- that looking at it, that's what I think is fair value. But I don't want to then pay. He's he's going to want a new deal. You're probably going to have to pay sixty to seventy million over the next three years. He probably wants sixty seventy million cash over the next three years. Yeah, and how much that's did he slip? How much did he slip? He now did. we're going from shutdown to attackable. You know, we, we do have to be careful with the the drop in his production that we're talking about. Uh, I've always loved Jalen Ramsey. I've regarded him as a true shutdown corner, but it does feel like over the past year, year and a half, starting with that Tampa Bay game against Brady in the playoffs, susceptible, attackable. Someone you could throw at a little bit more than back in the day. So tell us, Tolos, two seconds or a second and a third, you in. If that's what it costs for Jalen Ramsey, and you have to pay him probably. 877-881-1053. Let's get to the boxing pay pay. As Bobby was all over this, I joined in about the fourth round as the Mavs were taking on the Lakers. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Daniel Vandermel scores it. 76-73 for the winner by split decision. Tommy! Yes. I was just like you when they started reading these scorecards because uh, I, I joined in late. Uh, I went to RJ's ESPN Plus account that I have the login to, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch it on this. And I thought I could access it through that, but then it was like, oh, $60, $50 charge. I was like, all right, never mind. I'm not going to have uh, that surprisingly show up in RJ's account. <laughs> so my brother sent me a magical link oh, that worked perfect. So I joined this third or fourth round. I had asked the Tolos, Who's winning this so far? Because I'm watching the Mavs blow their lead against the Lakers. And everyone had said Fury was winning the fight. So, Bobby, did you pay for this outright? Did you watch from the very beginning? And why did you do it? So, I did pay for it because uh, it's content, basically. Which, which, don't make it sound like I'm all over it. Like, I was like, man, I cannot wait to watch Jake Paul fight. Because I really... You told us I don't three c- days ago you were watching no, it. It sounds yeah. like an appointment sounds to me. Like because I'm letting you guys know, like, hey, I've got this covered in case any of you were wanting to know about it. I will watch it. That's what I was doing. I was trying to be a good teammate here. Expense that, baby. So, I, uh, yeah, right I paid up. for it. I couldn't get the thing to work at first. And then, finally, it kicked in and started working around, like, the... I mean, I was watching a... A bootleg for the first couple rounds. Well, but, but around the third round, I was able to finally get the ESPN stream to work. And uh, third round is the only round, I think, for me that Jake Paul probably won. That was it. The rest of the What the about fight, the knockdown? It was a I mean, it was a legit knockdown. He didn't he, he, he didn't slip or anything. He I mean, a but it, but he he slipped 
from the punch. Like he got he got hit in the face and he he went down to one knee. So um, he he had the knockdown. But it, it's scoring anybody scoring that in favor of Jake Paul the the fight is ridiculous. I mean, just the fact that it was it was 76-73, 76-73 for the other two judges. So 75-74. Yeah. That, that's that got to be somebody sketchy. heavily weighting the knockdown. And I felt like these commentators were praying for Jake to win, too, because oh, they're yes. probably getting paid. Jake Paul's getting everybody paid on this level oh, yeah. of boxing. You know, say what you want about him. I think even Dave Portnoy, who's an amazing marketer and promoter himself, said Jake is the greatest marketer and promoter ever. Uh, so I felt like these kiss-ass commentators uh, were selling their souls, saying, I think Jake won. I think that knockdown pushed him over the top. And I was like, what's going on? The entire internet is telling me that Fury won. And then when the first scorecard said Paul, I was like, oh, no. Jeez. And then mm. when they tied it, I waited for that sound clip Peyton just played, and I was holding my breath. I said, please let it start with a T. Please let it start with a T. And thankfully, Jake Paul took his first L. Man, you guys don't like Jake, huh? No, just, just out. No. Well, I wanted the whole... I respect what he's done. No doubt about it. But I wanted him, like, don't sell me that you're fighting legitimate people. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted... I, 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 I had a problem with the legitimacy of the opponents. Yeah, I mean, he was fighting, you know, MMA guys. That's yeah. It, you know, like, he was fighting... Now, we saw, like... You know, Nate Robinson. Yeah. That was who he first knocked out, oh, yeah, Nate yeah. Robinson. Like you know, but you know, Floyd did the same thing with uh, you know, fight, you know, fighting Conor McGregor. Now that was at the end. You know, Floyd didn't have to prove anything. Um, that was just a made-for-TV kind of thing. But sure. uh, you know, yeah, he wasn't fighting you know true boxers, and then he gets to Tommy Fury, and and, and I don't hate him as much as I did. Let me put it like that. Like yeah. my disgust towards him has definitely faded away. I love, but heels. I did want to see him lose. I love heels. He is the ultimate heel. The ultimate I'm, bad I'm guy. jealous of both of their success. Maybe it's a jealousy thing. Him and Logan. I'm jealous of it. They, look, they're the, the, the their YouTube show is tremendous. It's it's so different than like radio, but it's it's very there's an there's an entertainment value because all they do is trash talk the entire time. Why were you you were no doubt rooting for Fury? Oh yeah, no, I uh, like I I can. They, they both the Paul brothers both have are. are massive trolls obviously and they they both i think have sketchy issues in their past jake paul wrote this book where he talks really gross about like how he tries to like trick women into sleeping with him and stuff and so he i, I don't you mean like, like jake what paul. we're gonna do a 720 that's not what we're gonna do we're not gonna trick them we're gonna show her the why peyton is such a wonderful oh, man okay. that's what it is <laughs> um but no he's just he's he's gross to me logan paul i i he had the whole suicide issue that that almost canceled him, where he had gone into that uh, that suicide force and was like filming dead bodies and stuff. And oh. so the Paul brothers are—I don't like either of them. I can tolerate Logan maybe a little more. I think he's grown up a little bit when you hear him do interviews. Um, but yeah, I was I was totally rooting for Tommy Fury to knock him out because I was tired of people trying to hype yeah. up Jake Paul like, as legit. Like Logan is. If there's people talking about like you know what a what a great WWE superstar he's going to be like it's like yep. the, the 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 family is really they are built for this they are made for this era oh yeah this era of social media and you know we all like the sort of the bad guy everybody kind of likes yep. the bad guy right they they are built perfectly for this the Rangers win I think baseball wins the Stars get a huge win as well. 
And how about all the buzzer beater wins in college basketball? And then promise you, you're not going to want to miss the expressway, not just because we have a brand new ticket giveaway, but PayPay tries to win the digits. Headlines, the recap of the weekend next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.